0: Thank you. Good morning sports fans, cappers, and welcome to the Daily Competitive Hedge Podcast. I'm your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterill, and this show is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting plays. Now, we got a couple soccer games to go through from yesterday, as well as that Monday night debacle in Seattle. We'll run through our MLB lines and then we'll start chatting about Champions League action. Today is going to be our main focus and even an English Championship soccer play. So, our episode today is brought to you by our sponsor, Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sports book and casino that offers in play betting, player props, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile and their mobile app can be downloaded from the website's home page. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to you so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com to make an account. Use code SHOOTERS to get started please gamble responsibly you must be 19 plus years of age to do so and it is available to persons in Ontario only and if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or gambling of someone close to you please contact Connex Ontario at one 531 2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge so luckily for us we had a two and two day yesterday, but one of those plays that we missed on was a half unit play, which was a Russell Wilson anytime touchdown. Uh, the other loser that we had yesterday was unfortunately in that Almeria versus Osasuna game. We were on the both teams to score yesterday. Unfortunately, Almeria, they just couldn't get it done at home. They fell one to nothing. We talked yesterday on the show. Osasuna was the better team coming into this game. But unfortunately, they have 61% of the possession. They just aren't able to score on the night. Avila was the only one to score in that game in the 28th minute. Now, when we're talking about our winners from yesterday, FC Empoli versus Roma, we played the Roma money line straight up at minus 125. And that one cashed for us. Two to one was the final there. Roma went up early with Dybala in the 17th minute. Then Bandanelli. He scored in the 43rd. That tied things up going into the second half. And we luckily got a goal from Abraham in the 71st minute, which was the separator there. And then our other winner, it was one that I can't believe we ended up cashing when you saw how things were going early on in the Monday Nighter. But Seattle team total under 17 and a half at minus 112. They finish at 17 right on the number. And let's talk about that game because Seattle wins. 17-16. I'm sure if you're in a survivor pool, you're probably pretty upset about the fact that you got eliminated last night because some questionable decision making to say the least down the stretch. Now, Russ got booed from the get-go. Was pretty shocked to see that. Uh, Jamal Adams, they're, they're basically their best player on defense. He gets carted off with a quad injury. Unfortunately, Denver just couldn't get things done in the red zone last night. Uh, The amount of times that they were first and goal and either turned it over or had to kick a field goal was quite surprising. Uh, And then late in the game, you've got, you know, 40 seconds left and you're letting the clock run down and you're fourth and five. And instead of letting the guy that you went out and traded for try and win you the football game, you instead attempt a 64-yard field goal with Brandon McManus. Uh, You waste a timeout as well, so you can't even get the ball back. And overall, just very poor decision-making down the stretch. Uh, Big win for Seattle. If you have Chicago or Seattle as the worst team in the NFL, you're kicking yourselves right now with how they blew those games. But that's why uh, they're competing. That's why they're going to go out and probably win four or five games. And you got to be looking at other teams to potentially bet there. So let's talk about other results and headlines from yesterday's games. There wasn't a whole heck of a lot outside of MLB plays now our MLB leans from yesterday we did have Texas and Miami we talked about how it was a double header how we really liked the under in the first game which hit three to two and the over in the second game which was 10 to six Miami so you would have cashed there the Mets they ended up losing outright to the Cubs we actually liked the run line for the Mets so they lose five to two and then Dodgers run line as we keep talking about They cashed at minus one and a half. You could have gone minus two and a half at plus money and cashed as well because they won six nothing. Then you had the Guardians five to four over the Angels. Astros blank, the Tigers seven to nothing. You had the Pirates six to three over the Reds. The Blue Jays three to two over the Rays. And then to cap it off, you had Giants three to two over the Braves. Now, when it comes to other headlines from yesterday, there was a couple NFL injury news. Uh, The 49ers, they're going to be without Elijah Mitchell, it looks like, for eight weeks. And this is a San Fran team that lost to Chicago in the opener. Uh, Mitchell did sprain his MCL in that game. So you're going to have to look at Jeff Wilson. If you're from a fantasy perspective, he'll be the back that you likely need to go and pick up. Now, Mitchell, he likely won't require surgery here, but this is still a major loss for them. San Fran, though, they have to right the ship right away. They got Seattle coming up at home on Sunday. That's a game that you have to win, and we'll see if they are able to do so. Now, Mac Jones, he's also dealing with back spasms, but should play on Sunday for the Patriots, who are taking on Pittsburgh. But New England did not look great against Miami, and so they need to right the ship quickly as well before they fall out of contention early on in the season. They do have a lot of tougher games, especially on the back end of their schedule. So let's get into the slate for today. Uh, pretty decent slate of games. We do have WNBA playoffs tonight. Uh, You got Las Vegas. They're minus four and a half. They're taking on the Connecticut Sun. Game one was low scoring. I think it was 67-63. So the fact that you have that over under back up at 163, I don't love either side here. I do think that uh, Vegas, they should be able to go out and cover that line. But it is the finals. There's a reason that Connecticut got there. They did knock out the defending champs, the Chicago Sky, in order to get there. So I just can't get myself to bet on this game. I am an Aces fan. And so because of that, I'm going to stay away from that game as a whole. Now, we do have a full slate of MLB. We'll keep saying it every morning. We are not betting MLB right now after the way that August went. But there is a lot of games on the slate. We do have a couple of leans if we were going to bet on it today. We do like Colorado and the White Sox over eight. I uh, Don't really love Cool or Kopech on the mound for these two teams. And so I think the over eight is a pretty safe play there. And then San Diego and Seattle, this is the complete opposite. I like the under seven. I like Darvish a lot on the mound and Gilbert has pitched well for the Mariners. So those would be my two early MLB leans that I would look at for today's slate. A lot more games out there, whether it's Oakland and Texas or St. Louis and Milwaukee. There's a lot of games to bet on there, and go ahead and do so at your own risk. That Now that we're getting down to the finish of the MLB, it is tough to pick and choose your winners because some teams, they've either made the playoffs or they're on the verge of making the playoffs, and some teams are going into full-on tank mode because they're not looking to win games down the stretch. So it's tough to tell where to really go with these betting lines. But As we said, our main focus today, that's going to be on Champions League as well as English Championship Soccer. Uh, A lot of plays to go through there. Um, English Championship-wise, you do have Huddersfield Town and Wigan Athletic as one of the games. I don't love betting on two bottom feeders. Uh, Wigan, they are 15th in the league, and Huddersfield Town, they're 23rd. Just not a game that I'm really interested in betting on, and unfortunately, that's kind of the theme of the day as far as English Championship goes. Uh, You got 12th place Hull taking on 20th place Stoke. I would lean Hull there. I just don't see a lot of value in that game. So I stayed away there. Middlesbrough and Cardiff City, 17th first 22nd. Once again, two teams that are near the bottom. I don't really know where to go with either team. Uh, You do have Middlesbrough who scores a goal and a half a game. And then you got Cardiff City that struggles to score. So maybe a Middlesbrough lean just because they're at home. But we would just be throwing a dart at a dartboard on that one and hoping that it sticks. Uh, you do have Sheffield United, first place in the championship. They're taking on Swansea City on the road today. It always worries me taking the road uh, favorites, especially in the championship. So I stayed away from that game. And then Preston North End and Burnley would be a really good one today. Uh, it's 10th place, Preston taking on 5th place, Burnley. Uh, but that being said, Preston, despite the fact that they're 10th, they're averaging 0.2 goals per game so are they really even going to go out and score in this game or is this going to be a nil nil draw at home it's why I couldn't bet it I do think that Preston North End is going to get a result here against Burnley I just don't know what that's going to look like and so I stayed away given the double chance there is no value there in that game now Champions League wise today starting with Bayern Leverkusen who are plus 166 taking on Atletico who hold that same line now the over under yesterday when we looked was at minus 110 so they're pretty split on how this game's going to look and if you watch that Atletico game last week it was 0-0 heading into the 90th minute and then they covered the over two and a half so I uh, that was a two to one result for Atletico one of the worst beats that we've had in a long time as we were on Porto in that game but Leverkusen they also lost their opener uh, to Club Bruges 1-0 so You got a winner taking on a loser in that group. Uh, This is one that I struggled to bet on because I don't like either team moving forward. The name Atletico Madrid, I think, looks better than what this squad truly could be in the Champions League this year. I view them as a team that should get out of this group, but I don't know how much further they can get beyond that. So uh, I don't know. This just isn't a game that I really wanted to bet on today. It's more so one that I want to watch and gauge how Atletico is going to look. They are on the road here as well. So I couldn't get myself to even bet the money line at plus 166, as much as there's a lot of value there potentially. Then you got Liverpool and Ajax. This should be an interesting one. Liverpool, they're minus 172, taking on Ajax, who are plus 400. And to be honest, I'm a little bit surprised to see this line where it's at. Liverpool got dog walked in their game against... uh, Napoli they lost 4-1 to open up their campaign and Ajax is coming off a 4-0 victory over Rangers now Rangers are clearly the bottom team of this group I'm not really too worried about them even picking up points in this if they're going to it's likely going to be a draw at home I would think against Napoli if there was a team that they could do it against but uh, this is just a tough one to bet on because Liverpool hasn't looked in form Ajax has played very well uh, I think if you were looking to play anything, you would hope that Liverpool's form stays where it at, and so you could go and get IX double chance at some plus money, but I just can't get myself to bet against Liverpool. I think at some point they have to figure it out. I know that they're missing Mane in a big way, but uh, when you've got Nunes and Diaz there, I just think that they have to go out and get a result at some point and start to turn this around. There's a reason that they were supposed to be the second best team in the EPL this year. They're also coming off of a break because all those England games were canceled due to the Queen's death. So this Liverpool IX game was one that I stayed away from. You can't even bet the over two and a half as much as I'd like to, because that is a juiced line. And I don't love three and a half in soccer at minus 107. All you need is a, a nil-nil first half, and then you're in a lot of trouble. So this is one that I'll tune into. I think it's actually one of the better games that you're going to get in this group the two best teams in this group taking on one another on match day two, but going to just tune in. Then you got Marseille, they're minus one taking on Eintracht Frankfurt. Now the, both of these teams lost their opening game. Uh, Marseille was mostly due to that red card against Tottenham. Honestly, it was nil nil before that red card happened. And then you had a couple Richarlison goals. Uh, Frankfurt, on the other hand, they were nil nil up until the mid 60th minute. And then they just gave up three goals late in that game to lose. To uh sporting lisbon so don't love either of these teams moving forward either uh, if i would to lean anyone it would probably be marseille at home at minus 105 because there's just value taking the money line for the home team couldn't take the over under didn't love either of these teams to score a lot of goals but could see it finishing two to one in the same breath so staying away from marseille frankfurt and then to cap it off before we get into our official plays Porto minus 225. They're taking on Club Bruges, who are plus 700. Porto losing that game in heartbreaking fashion. I do think that they're going to come out and win this game. But you can't take a money line at minus 225. And and I don't love the first half money line either because I could see this being a 1-0 victory for Porto in the second half. So really just not a lot of value. I don't want to go and take a multi-goal spread. um, In in case Club Bruges shows up and it's 2-1 or 1-0, Uh, So I stayed away from this game. Bruges, they picked up a victory in their opener as well. So uh, this is a game that Porto needs. If they fall in this game, then they're going to need to go on a bit of a run here to cap off the group. So I think they're going to win today. I just don't know by how much and don't really feel like going minus 225. So let's talk about today's hedge plays. These are the four betting plays that are official for us today on our card. Feel really comfortable about today's Champions League slate. And so let's get right into things by starting with Sporting Lisbon and Tottenham. So Lisbon, they're plus 260 at home, taking on Tottenham at plus 105. So this is one where Lisbon, they won comfortably over Frankfurt, as we talked about earlier. Uh, While it did come late in the game, 3-0 is still a comfortable result. And Tottenham, they got the 2-0 victory thanks to that red card. Richarlison scoring a couple times now. Spurs, they're going to come in well-rested. This kickoff is just before 1 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, So I think the road trip won't be bad for this one, given that they have to go to Portugal for this game. But Lisbon, they're at home, which I think gives them a bit of a boost. I do like the both teams to score due to Lisbon being at home. I think when we see this game flipped around and Tottenham's at home, they maybe win uh, 1-0, 2-0. But I do think Lisbon finds a way to score today. I think it's very tough to think that Tottenham's not going to go out and at least score in this game and so that's why I'm leaning to both teams to score here uh two to one one to one overall that that over underline at two and a half is minus 115 so I do get a little bit scared that we see one to one here and it could potentially be two to one as well so that's why I would elected to go with the both teams to score I didn't want to get too into the weeds on this one uh in fact even Tottenham, they've moved to plus 110. They were plus 105 yesterday, so both teams to score at minus 140. That's what I feel comfortable with. Wish I could get Lisbon double chance, but at minus 334, the value just isn't there for this game. Then you got Victoria Pleasant taking on Inter Milan. Now, Victoria, they're plus 600 at home, taking on Milan at minus 225. The over-under line here is sitting at minus 150 for the over, so Barca, they dominated Pleasant in the opener. A lot of that has to do with the play of Robert Lewandowski scoring that hat trick. And I actually think they played Barcelona relatively well. And Inter Milan, I mean, they're coming in after getting dominated pretty handily by Bayern Munich. So Inter also haven't been in great form recently. They did beat Torino on the weekend in Serie A, but they lost three of their last four prior to that. Uh, I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination that Pleasant's going to win on that money line at plus 160 or even necessarily get a result but at plus one and a half at minus 150 I like to believe that if they're going to get a result in this campaign or at least get close to one then it's going to be this match at home against probably the weakest team in the group you're not going to put Bayern or Barcelona there it would be Inter Milan that you would have there so I'm banking on Pleasant at home to just lose by one. And I think they can do that. And at minus 150, it's close to being juiced. But I think it's great value for Victoria Pleasant. Now, third play of the day is going to be Bayern Munich, who's minus 116 against Barcelona at plus 250. And how can you not love double chance on Barcelona at minus 120? Uh, The over-under here is three and a half at minus 109. And yes, I know Munich dominated in the opener, but so did Barcelona, as I referenced. And there's added motivation on the Barcelona side, especially for Robert Lewandowski, who was a Bayern Munich striker for what felt like an eternity. And so this is a bit of a revenge game for him. He gets to go to Germany uh, with what I view as a top six team in this competition. And all they have to do is go and get a point. They could potentially even upset in this game. I just think the value at minus 120 to just bank on Barcelona to get a road result is very high. And so I love that play there for Barcelona at minus 120. And then to cap it off, Blackburn versus Watford, both teams to score at minus 120 is what we're going with. So both these sides, they're averaging over a goal per game so far in the championship. Uh, you do have Blackburn, who sits seventh in the standings, taking on Watford, who sit sixth place. I think this is going to be an up and down game as we've referenced earlier with some of these English Premier League sides, but championship sides had their games canceled as well on the weekend due to the Queen's passing. So both teams, they're not the highest scoring in the championship, but they have proven that they can score goals. I think Watford's the better team and they're the road team here, so I'm not worried about them getting a goal. Once again, this is just Blackburn has to go and get a goal at home. I think they can do so. And so 1-1, to 2-1, 2-2, whatever it ends up being, I like the both teams to score at minus 120, the lone English championship soccer play of the day. But I appreciate everyone who tunes into our live show every morning, Monday through Friday. Uh, we're going to have more Champions League plays tomorrow. Also going to start looking at some of these NFL plays for the weekend. Want to start monitoring the betting lines throughout the week and see if we can get some early week value. But appreciate you all, and we'll see you tomorrow for the Daily Competitive Hedge podcast.